Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicNPR.com. This is Elena DelVal, and my guest is Michelle Valdovinos, who is Senior Vice President of Phoenix Multicultural. Today we will discuss multicultural kids. Michelle oversees the firm's marketing functions and leads the Senior Management Analysis and Review Team to provide actionable insights and recommendations for the company's clients. Michelle brings more than 12 years of professional experience, having worked in high-profile industries such as network television, entertainment, international marketing, and Hispanic market advertising. She began her career at Univision, where as audience research director she conducted Nielsen television ratings analysis and market research. She then went on to work at 20th Century Fox, where she was manager of research in the international television department. At Fox, her responsibilities included extensive research for the launch of Fox's Latin American cable channels. In New York, Michelle worked as senior manager of client services for Ibopi International, WPP, an international research company, where her focus was on customer service, sales, and marketing in connection with the leading television ratings panel in Latin America. Michelle later joined the Bravo Group, Young and Rubicum's Hispanic arm, and one of the largest advertising agencies in the United States. As Vice President of Research and Strategic Planning, she was responsible for all research and strategic planning for leading national advertisers such as AT&T, the United States Postal Service, and Unilever Best Foods. Michelle obtained a Bachelor of Arts degree in Media Management from Pepperdine University. She is also a graduate of the University of Southern California's Annenberg School of Communications with a Master's degree in Communications Management. She's on the board of directors for the National Society of Hispanic MBAs, a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting graduate education for U.S. Hispanics. Michelle is Mexican-American, fully bicultural and bilingual, and has traveled throughout Latin America and Europe. Michelle, welcome back. Thank you very much. Michelle, I know that you at Phoenix Multicultural have been looking closely at multicultural children in the United States over the past three years. Is that right? Correct. And that this study has been national in scope, uh, covering 16 markets? Yes. Mm -hmm. Would you tell us a little bit about the study itself and whether it's qualitative or quantitative and what specific aspects you've looked at? Yes, uh, in order to be really truly representative of U.S. multicultural kids, we felt it was important to cover not just the big markets and especially not just the big cities. So we conducted our research, as you mentioned, in 16 different markets across the U.S. to be truly representative. We conducted research both quantitatively and qualitatively. Uh, quantitatively, we do intercept interviews so that we can capture both children and their parents uh, and, and provide uh, surveys uh, to both children and parents. And it's a lengthy survey that is administered by an interviewer. As you can imagine, surveys among children need to be uh, done a little bit differently than among adults, so we really take that into consideration. And then we also 
to the qualitative phase or phases um, of research that include in-person interviews, um, often in the children's home with their parents, with their friends, with their family, uh, to get a very, very uh, personal view of what their lives are really like. And together, those two components make up uh, the reports that we've produced. Would you quickly review the difference between quantitative and qualitative research? Sure. Um, in the most basic terms, quantitative research is generally a survey, um, primarily closed-end type questions, so yes or no, a scale of 1 to 10, or among the children, happy faces or sad faces uh, is a more common scale that we might use for children. Uh, something that you might think of as a questionnaire. Um, qualitative research tends to be done in person with an interviewer who's trained to really have a discussion uh, with the respondent that is somewhat fluid. There's guidelines to the conversation, but <clears throat> for the most part, you're exploring and probing and really much more of a dynamic kind of an interview. And generally, with, with a few people, uh, one or, or two or three in our context, um, at a time. Looking more, the, the survey is looking more for uh, specific answers about what people do, and the qualitative interview is a more about why they do it in very, very general terms. So qualitative is about why people do things, and quantitative is about what they do. Did I get that right? Well, speaking very generally, yes. If, I, if I'm getting the gist of it, then when you you probably want to start with quantitative and follow up with qualitative, would that be an assumption? In many cases, that's, that's true, yes, in many cases. Although, <clears throat> um, in some cases, we've done some qualitative first, then some quantitative, and then follow up again with another phase of qualitative. <clears throat> And so depending on the nature of the particular study, that, but yes, quite often it, uh, it goes that direction. And what is an intercept interview? You talked about those a moment ago. Um, an intercept interview is um, where we have interviewers who are posted at various sites, um, obviously high pedestrian sites, so Quite often it's in shopping malls, but not always, especially in the context of this study where we're looking for many, many different ethnic segments. Um, we'll often need to be in non-traditional shopping malls, more like strip malls or community areas, parks, churches, that sort of thing. Uh, but essentially the interview um, would stop um, some respondents that they might visually see and ask them if they would be interested in conducting a survey, and then they'll generally um, go to a, a location nearby, a small room nearby, um, to conduct the survey. Is this study encompassing interviews and research relating to children only, or were adults surveyed as well? No, thank you. Good point. We. In this latest wave of the study, we interviewed more than 1,000 children, 1,300 children, 
as well as their parents. So the total number of interviews is over, over 2,500, 2,600 to be in fact. Uh, so for every child, there's a corresponding parent interview. And what is the ethnic breakdown? Do you have that in front of you by chance? Yes. Actually, the study was divided absolutely equally among the four different segments. So one quarter of the study was among African Americans, another quarter among Asians, another quarter Hispanic, and another quarter white, non-Hispanic, non-Asian white. And then what we did was we weighted the data to be nationally representative. So, for example, in the children's population, only four or five percent of the children's population are Asian. So when the sample was 25% Asian, we weighted that down to represent the 4 or 5% national representation of children. Meaning that the larger the group was at the national level, the more weight you gave it for the purposes of the study? Yes. Research lately indicates that Latino market growth is across the country. In other words, they're not only in the major Hispanic centers that we've always heard about, New York, Chicago, LA, Miami, Texas, but rather that you see Latino market growth in non-traditional areas and non-traditional states. Is that, does that reflect your findings as well? And how, if so, how are you able to integrate that with the study, the children's study? Well, that's absolutely the case. Uh, and particularly that growth among the Hispanic population is most notable in the South, um, the South and the Southeast, where you have uh, the highest, highest percentage of growth. In fact, I was just looking at some figures that showed that uh, more than a half dozen states in the South had more than 300% growth. In, their, in the Hispanic population um, in the last decade. So very, very high levels of uh, percentage population growth um, in those markets where they had not traditionally had Hispanic populations. It's sort of one of the areas that, you know, most um, were least, rather, were least likely to have had Hispanic populations in the past. And the Midwest, then, is the, fall, is the area that follows. Uh, what we did in consideration of this was be sure that we were covering um, those markets to gather perceptions among uh, families, parents, and children about their experience with diversity there. So as just an example, we conducted research in Birmingham, Alabama. And the primary reason that we're in that market, as you can imagine, is because it's very representative of the African-American population as well as um, to the white population. But yet, while we're in that market, we're hearing people telling us about their new experiences that they're having with Hispanic um, immigrants and Hispanic families. And so had we not been in that market, had we not been you know, open to hearing about other populations, we would have missed that entirely. So. The growth of the populations is what informs our study. And as I said, being in many, many different markets in the U.S. is 
critical to having a really true national perspective on what kind of what's happening out there. Um, if we had just been in L.A., New York, Miami, those would not be new experiences to the families there. They would be something they've been accustomed to for, for many, many years. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us today from Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to Michelle Valdovinos, who is Senior Vice President of Phoenix Multicultural, who discussed Multicultural Kids, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com, providing you essential information on America's largest minority. Please share your suggestions, questions, and ideas by leaving a comment on the HispanicMPR.com website. If you or someone you know would like to be on the show, you can email me directly at editor at hispanicmpr.com. That's editor at hispanicmpr.com. For more information on how to reach Hispanics with marketing and public relations tools, visit our resources section at www.hispanicmpr.com. That's www.hispanicmpr.com. Thank you.